We go together like peas and carrots. The Peas and Carrots Podcast, sharing life from our piece of the vegetable patch. Brian and Kayla Sanders. Welcome to the Peas and Carrots Podcast. I'm Kayla. I'm Brian. What's up in the world of peas and carrots? We had a Christmas party. We did. It was awesome. It really was. I'm so excited. There were cupcakes. I didn't have a cupcake. Well, I'm sorry for you. <laughs> but it was glorious with our church home group. It was. And, and we'll come back to this topic in, yeah. in just a minute. But that, that, that was a very big deal for it us. Was. We had people over, and we'll talk more about that in just a moment. We did. So, books. It's coming up on the end of 2021. How many books have you read so far? 48, I believe. And what is your goal? 52. I got four more books to read. I'm, I started two new books last night, so uh, hopefully I'll have it done. We'll see. If not, I hey, I've read. You've read a lot of books. I've read a lot of books. How I many, have how many? not read a lot of books. <laughs> how many have you read this year? Not 48. Not. <laughs> I've probably read about 10 I love to read. We often get asked that. Does Kay even read? Yes. I do love to read. But she reads where people die in books. But I, I feel guilty Why? if I take time to read because there's always something that needs to be done. So I'm working on that. There's a book to I be am, read. I am working on we that. We have a friend, April uh, Bunch. She reads about 110 books a year. Whoa. Yeah, it's it's crazy what, what she does. That's impressive. Yes, I don't know how she does it. I don't either because, yeah, I'm always thinking of something I need to be working on. Love that. So, yeah. Mm. Uh, at the recording of this podcast, uh, we just had tragic news out of the heartland of America with these tornadoes that stretched from Missouri through, like, Kentucky. Mm. And uh, in this one town, I think, of Mayfield, Kentucky, about 88 people yeah. as of this recording. The town is uh, have destroyed. Been, yeah. And so how should we respond to that? Well, I love a book that I did read by John Piper. And he makes a comment, in well, it's the basis of the book, is if you're not going then you're sending. Mm. If you're not sending, then you should be giving. Mm. And that has really stuck with me. And even if you're in a place where you can't just pick up and go, and I do love seeing all the like rescue workers and those that are coming in to provide support, and we know several organizations that will be doing that, then you should be giving. And mm. so it should be more than prayer. Is yeah. what I'm saying. Don't get me wrong. I love all the, the Facebook posts that say pray for Kentucky, pray for Arkansas. Prayer prayer is a huge part oh, of my yes. life. But I don't believe in ending with prayer. And so we personally partner with God's Pit Crew. Godspitcrew.org. And it just it wears me out when it's like, okay, I feel good about myself now because I've shared that graphic that says pray for Kentucky yeah. and I can move on about my day. The book of James says that faith leads to works. So I so. would just strongly encourage all of us. What can you do? I get that it's Christmas. I get that budgets are stretched thin. But if we're not going, that's how we can be doing. Again, we'd encourage you to go to godspitcrew.org. Uh, Randy Johnson, his wife Terry, that whole organization's incredible. 
they will provide relief supplies, cleaning supplies for these families. Mm-hmm. They will help rebuild houses and churches. Yeah. Uh, and I think they're already on the ground. They in, are. In Kentucky. They certainly so, are. Uh, yeah. So we would encourage you to, to put your faith to work. So we mentioned that we had a Christmas party. We did. It was glorious. It we had was our, fun. Had our church home group over. Had about twelve people, I believe, in our in our home. Mm-hmm. And I just got to stop here. She's not going to like this, but she had the home so beautiful. And if you follow us on Facebook, you saw the pictures. Uh, you had the Christmas tree. It was so simple. You, you it wasn't the, a big deal. Yes, babe. it was. You had the red truck and the poinsettia. Is it poinsettia or poinsettia? I don't know. I don't care. It's a flower. It's a flower. It's a plant. Uh, it's and something. Then she had a uh, charcuterie. Is it charcuterie or is it charcuterie? Cheese and crackers. She had a cheese cracker and meat tray there. There you go. Uh, fruit. Uh, you had what we call little smokies, or some people call See, them. See, we called them pigs in a blanket. Pigs in a blanket, uh, sausage things, and a crescent roll is really what they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was glorious. And then we had about uh, 10 friends over from our home group. Not to like derail you, but you forgot the cupcakes. We oh. had like the most epic <laughs> cupcakes. So, yeah, they well, were. Anyway, moving on, we did. We had We had our Bible study group over to our house and we played a game and we did a puzzle swap which was really fun you I'd could bring a, pu- a I've never swap. done that either you could bring a puzzle that you'd either worked before or a brand new puzzle if you're like me and you're terrified that you've lost a piece our dog actually ate puzzle pieces so I was afraid to give someone a puzzle and then be out, like really we had to go out and buy new puzzles <laughs> for did, this event so are you sure Sprocket didn't eat a piece no because he was notorious um but yeah it was so we learned some things from this, didn't we? We learned that isolation is real. Yes. Uh, I need people. You need people. We all need people. We, we, all, we all need yeah. people. Uh, in that setting, it was glorious. I even saw our friend Paul, who's in our home group. And at the end of the night, he stood up off the sofa. Him and his wife, uh, him and his wife Kristen were there. And Paul said, this has been so good. He said, it feels like the great drought is coming to an end. Mm. And I felt that comment mm. because you've been in this room with these people. And we played a game called the uh, the Game of Things, and people laughed. They shared jokes. Uh, we shared one life update. Everybody went around the room. We talked about the, the holidays. Yeah, talked about the holidays. It was It was life. It was community. It was glorious. And it made me realize... And I think I described it like this, that it was an, an, an oasis in the desert. Mm. So I could see the, the physical difference in you from Thursday night to Friday. Now, I needed like two days to recover <laughs> after being around people. Nothing personal. I love them. They're great people. But I needed a battery charge. But for you, I could see that it just it infused life into you. Mm. And I mean, even for myself... I was very emotional because it was, I cannot explain how desperate I was to open our home and welcome people back into it. The one thing that we said when we bought our home was, God, this is yours. It's that's yours. We give it to and you. I gotta, that's been and it's hard. been very scary. And this is not, 
I refuse to have a political conversation about COVID or about the pandemic, but everybody has been in their own headspace everybody as relates to pain. COVID. Everybody's virologist. And whether you whether you think it's a thing or you don't think it's a thing, what I sat there wrestling with, even Thursday night with these amazing people in our home is, oh my gosh, is this safe for them? Have I created an environment that's going to be a Petri dish? Or I landed on just rest in the grace that you have this home. You have these people for this season. We're vaccinated. We're Everybody boosted. there was. And it just, yeah. I mean, we did, from a homeowner standpoint, we have done some things that we hope will provide comfort to people. We've We've added an actual built-in air purifier system to our... AC heat unit, whatever that thing is called. infrared thing that kills. And then we bought air purifiers for both floors that are supposed to help. All that aside, it's worth connection to take the risk to say, I'm opening my home to you, and this is a place where you can be comfortable, we can engage, we can do life together. So... Yeah, I will say this as well that um, let, let me say this as well. You could also see with both myself as well that it's it's awkward trying to reengage people mm. that we don't know how, how do you do small talk, you know, and I hate small talk. How do you engage people? What do you talk about? Uh, and you can see that's a little bit strange because. The world has changed. It really has. The world has really changed in how people relate to each other. Don't take this wrong, but you almost look at other people in a suspicious manner. Like, hmm. are you safe to be around? Where you been? Yeah. Well, like, <laughs> yeah. Who you been with? What you been doing? <laughs> yeah. It's just, no, seriously. It's, but you know what? The thing that resonated with me is we have a lot more in common than not. Because we've all survived the last two years. Mm. Whatever lens we're bringing to it, there is a craving yes. for community. Yes. Especially, and, uh, you see, you cry and I smile. Well, in other words, we react to things differently. Mm. This makes me emotional. This makes me emotional because I need people. Mm-hmm. We will go to Target and we'll wear our mask. Don't take this wrong. One of the reasons I go in is just be around people. Sure. And I will listen to other people's It's a different environment. It's a different environment. And sometimes I'll strike up conversations with total strangers. And you're a magnet for strange situations, as people know. So I'm just telling the truth. And we had one a a couple weeks ago. Um, Let me also say this. Don't wait for other people to take the first step. Now. This is going to be hard for me to admit. So breathe deep. I will get in my feelings. I am such an extrovert. I will get into my feelings. And I will sit there and I will say, you know what? Nobody has invited me over. Nobody's invited us over. Nobody's done this. Nobody's texted. Nobody emails. You know what? Everybody hates us. Everybody hates me. Mm. And I will sit in that. But, but you know what? There's a whole group of people that are also feeling the same yes. way. Yes. And they're terrified. I'll tell you the secret. 
everyone's afraid to be the first one to take the step because they're afraid someone will reject them. But it's worth the risk. And so what if you invite 20 and only five come? At least five. Then those are five people that God put in your path. Yes. Because in this time of life, I think for some people, they may commit to something and then realize my anxiety can't handle this right now. Mm. Or life gets in the way. Something may pop up that they need to tend to. It's not good to make everything about us as the either the person extending the invitation or feeling like, well, mm-hmm. nobody's offered a place for me to come connect. Then let's be the ones that are brave enough to do it, yeah. to say we're here. Uh, I'm going to challenge everybody listening to this podcast to stop doing something that Brian does, which is, well, they haven't texted me, so I'm not going to text them. They haven't emailed me. I'm not going to email them. They haven't done. That's that. That's where I go because mm-hmm. I get in my feelings very quickly and I can get very depressed. I have made a commitment that I'm going to start taking the first step. I'm going to start reaching out. I'm going to be kind and loving, even if they don't, you know, even if, even if, if, if they, they don't reciprocate because and there's a gospel-centered ethic here, which is this. He loved us first. Mm. He took the first step. And to do that repeatedly is to be like him. Mm. So there's a gospel ethic there. I uh, think we would also say, this was my takeaway from Thursday. Expect to have some big feelings. And a friend had texted us and warned us, this is going to be hard the first few times. And what do I mean by that? Prepare for some possible anxiety. There was a moment Thursday night where I'm sitting in my own living room thinking, oh, snap, what have I done? Was this a wise decision? I also sat with some sadness. And the reason for that is I realized we've missed two years. Mm of life as we knew it pre-COVID. Now, we've spent time with people. Yes, we've done outdoor uh, dinning, good grief. Um, Dinners. Dinners. (laughs) I really can't speak. So we've, we've been having experiences but they have not been inside our home for safety reasons. It's not been a group. And it's it's not not been a group for sure. So there was a part of me that was actually grieving what we've missed for the last couple of years. And the reason for that is because we used to host college students in our home all the time. Yeah. I mean, for years we've done that. We'd have a group over. So this was also a reminder of that It was, and it was a very, very sweet reminder. And then finally for me, and then B, I'd love for you to speak to this, it was a glimpse back to normal to be able to say, we're going to have a gathering we're going to spend time together we're going to laugh and play a game you made a comment in a post on facebook that for three hours you didn't think about any of the normal stresses Mm -hmm. of the day and yeah because i had these people in our home and we were laughing we were talking i didn't think about anything else and i have a lot of stress i have a lot of worries Mm -hmm. i carry a lot of responsibility and for three hours i didn't think about any of that and it was amazing. It was a glory. It was a taste of heaven. So yeah, it was a taste of heaven. Uh, there was also some relief, like you said. There was a glimpse of normal. Mm-hmm. So I would tell you, we would tell you, 
that if you're vaccinated, this is just us, you're vaccinated, you're boosted, whatever, and you can bring some folks in who are, who, who are with like that with you, have them over. Now, we did some things I'll, as a hostess. I'll share some things that we did to make people feel more comfortable. Gave them cupcakes. There's always that. Cupcakes are always good. Um, I offered various options. We would have regular mugs for tea and hot chocolate, but we also had throwaway mugs if you wanted like a paper. Nobody touched a throwaway mug. I found that interesting, and that's fine. But I wanted to make everyone feel safe in their own way. So we had disposable as well as actual like real mugs you had hand sanitizer we had hand sanitizer we had um, air purifier going. air purifiers we also had finger foods that it wasn't a buffet so people aren't going to necessarily and the other part of this is we encouraged people to bring their own favorite snack and there was only one reason for that because i knew that i was going to be ridiculous and provide a bunch of food that was to make people feel more safe if they only wanted to snack on what they brought. And there are people so, who might be who have like a gluten sensitivity sure. as well. And so just be sensitive to the kinds of things that you can put in place that will alleviate any number of anxieties. Because I think that coming out of COVID is what strikes me the most mm. is depending on where you are as variant number 6,204 drops, we need to be mindful of where someone else may be. Mm. Even though I feel very confident in my status as a vaccinated, boosted, I'm mindful that other people may not quite be where I am. So, And I love them enough to make it safe Mm. for them. Mm. And then finally... Don't talk politics. Yeah. Don't talk the vaccine. <laughs> Just, Just talk life. That's yes. the thing that we never, I never once heard anybody say the word COVID or yeah. thank you, Jesus. And, and, yeah. and, and yet if you lead a small group you're trying to get back together, here's a tip. Here's a huge tip. I always would start it off, you know, with prayer. And then I'd say, okay, we're going to go around the room. Tell us two or three things about uh, about your life from this past week, mm. and you'll see how people struggle at first. At yeah. first, but over time, they will start to share things, and you'll realize that that question helped builds community mm-hmm. because it helps people they they get to, they get to know each other. So, there's, there's, a, so. there's a, a free tip for you. We go together like peas and carrots. Okay, I do tea. Coffee. But we both tea do Tea at night. Yeah, Coffee in the morning, tea that. at night. I don't want something hot at night. Oh, come on. It's a good excuse to dunk a cookie. So is chocolate milk. <laughs> what was that little growl? <laughs> I'm British. Come on. All right. I like savory. Such as? Pickles, olives, salami, Cheese, that that kind of stuff. Crackers. Yeah, I, I mean, I can't really do a lot of them, but yeah. Well, you do these special kind of crackers. Wassa. They look like wicker furniture, but you they, <laughs> eat them and you're good. Things so. I never sit on. Uh, you do. I choose sweet. I'm I'm all about a good cookie, a piece of cake. In fact, I'm making gingerbread tonight. Um, chocolate. Chocolate. Y'all, we were. She was. Uh, 
brought out these bags last night. She was starting to separate. So she you can do wrap not gifts. have to share this. Yes. So she starts separating these gifts and these. There's this certain kind of chocolate that's shaped like little people, and there's like they're elves. They're little chocolate elves. Is that what they are? Yeah. They look like these little Russian dolls. It's lint chocolate. Well, anyway, know. there's like five or six of them, and. She's like divide stuff up. She goes, "Oh, this is for me." And it's these six <laughs> pieces of chocolate. Crack me up. That's hilarious. Uh, I'm a morning person. Yes, you are. I'm now, a night owl. What? I don't want deep hang conversation on, on, at on, six o'clock in the morning. Yes, you are. Mm. That's, why? Well, I don't like deep conversation at six a.m. either. But you spring out of bed and so that's great. No. Let's go. Let's get the day rolling. I'd like to go to bed about 8.45, <laughs> 9 o'clock. Good merciful. You're just getting the party started. I'm just winding up at 10 o'clock. So, and, yeah. then, and then she says, well, the Golden Girls come on at midnight. I just, <laughs> midnight? Who's awake at midnight? Sometimes I am. Yeah. Um, You're then, all about an I, electronic calendar, yeah, and I'm all about a paper planner. Can't handle it. I love it. I'd love to get to a paperless society. Okay. Where? You can have everything but my paper planner. Why? I just. Everything's on this little phone. It'll remind you. Which could you. crash. That paper planner could burn. Nope. It's always close to me. <laughs> it's not. The next one is a big one. Mm. <laughs> this one has caused. Many a conversation. Yes, it has. We'll go with that word, conversation. <laughs> Many marital growth moments. Mm-hmm. I like the main point. I like details. You don't just like details. I like details about details. For example, that's what I say about Miss Kayla. It's like... Tread carefully. She <laughs> she will tell me a story about And just remember, day. you don't like details. Well, no, but I'm going to give an illustration. Mm-hmm. It's like, you'll tell me a story about mm-hmm. the day. And you're like, so, you know, so this happened. And, oh, she was wearing the cutest little skirt. It was yellow. And she had on these cute little and shoes. And this is when the fight starts. And so. Would you just get to the point? What does what she. Cue the death march. What does. What is what. She, what does she wearing have to do with the point of I'm this? I'm painting a visual <laughs> image for you. And you're not impressed. Can so I? I have learned to just say, B, she said, he said, they said, done. Yes. Yes. But no for you. Not always. You want all the details. And I have occasionally looked at you and said, you're going to sit there and you're going to listen. I'm going to tell the story. She even says to me, how was it said? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> well, tone matters. Well, it. <sighs> okay. All right. This is the next one is a big deal. Mm-hmm. We have and a- this is where we're going to bring it full circle. And I have a feeling that... I feel like I have been set up. No. Uh, yes. Nope. So we had a... I feel f- like John Gotti and y'all have planted a bug. No. So, okay. <laughs> Dear friends, we we had a friend post a picture the other day of she a has, container. She has two she boys. She has two boys. And she posted a container and all it contained was two grapes. Because? They left... Two grapes. One of the boys had eaten everything except two grapes, and they'd put the grape container with the two grapes back in the refrigerator. Back in the refrigerator. So when we start texting with this friend, we go, the three of us have a text group. I sent my condolences. 
And I totally understand where this young man's coming from because Aww. it's you. Well, I don't. I didn't put those grapes back in her fridge. But you do it at our house. Or <laughs> let's see. No, hang on. In fairness, you'll leave like okay. half a hey. spoonful of okay. cereal. This is getting very accusatory. It's not accusatory. It's just factual. I'll leave what now? I'm going for details. <laughs> and i have an amen chorus right now i'm just saying so for those of you that are b love you mean it but stop it and then there's my people so do you even want to know why we might do that because you can't handle the fact that it's okay to finish something yes. i know there's some part of your psyche that's like if i leave two bites I wasn't the one to finish this. Correct. But do you know how maddening it is to go to pour a bowl of cereal and two little frosted mini wheats pop out and land in your bowl? Or you go to pour the milk and there's like a dribble of milk left? Well, I don't drink milk, so let's just start You there. do when you make chocolate milk. <laughs> y'all, Busted. Y'all should see her right now. She's sitting across from me. Her head's cocked to the left, and she's got her finger pointing yes, at I me. Yes, I do. See, like you, when you drink chocolate, <laughs> I mean, she's the on point. The list can go on. Well, it doesn't need to. <laughs> One Oreo. Three Triscuits. I mean, <laughs> we just, this happens. Those of you who know, you know. So here's my challenge to you lovelies who leave us Love two grapes. these people well because they're misunderstood. Finish the pack so we know to buy more. Because the thing that grates me is I don't pick up another box of Can cereal. It grapes me. Oh, <laughs> I can't. What? Eat the grapes. I'll pray about it. Does that really bug you? Really? Did I mean, we just sit here and have this well, entire I did, I conversation? Just, I mean, okay. There's a whole tribe that understands this and is sitting there going, I can't. I just can't deal with this anymore. Anyway. And then there's your side. I oh, get it. Y'all, would y'all pray for would us? Would you right like to now? plead for your side? Add peas and carrots to your prayer list. <laughs> <laughs> Take us to your pastor. <laughs> Anoint your iPhone with oil right now and pray over it. <laughs> may not want to do that. No, that's probably not that's good. Probably, good. probably not good for the phone. No. Hey, you can subscribe to the Peas and Carrots podcast on Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcast. Or you can contact us at peasandcarrotspodcast.com or on Facebook. Just search for Peas and Carrots Podcast. What if I was being sweet and leaving those two grapes for you? Nice try. Okay. I was just... You if know. you were being really sweet, you would have bought some more grapes. For more about the Peas and Carrots podcast and to reach out to Brian and Kayla, visit peasandcarrotspodcast.com.